If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Welcome, everyone, to the Make It Rainy podcast. Sports are a full go right now. We have Major League Baseball, NHL, NBA playoffs. Of course, we have golf, UFC. Everything is going on right now. A lot to bet on. It's an exciting time, and we have an exciting show for you today as the podcast is brought to you by Paradise Falls. So something really cool. Obviously, we're not having the fair going on, but you can go to Paradise Falls through August as they have fair food specials, folks. we got funnel cakes poutine, German sausage corn dogs, soft pretzels, plus fair-inspired cocktails. We got caramel apple martinis, paradise teenies, little raspberry lemon drop type drink, fresh squeezed lemonade. You can go out the, my, I mean, my favorite part about going to the fair is the food. The least favorite part is it's hot, it's dirty, it's sweaty, but hey, you can go out onto the deck at Paradise Falls in the shade. They got the misters going and they have, they're going to have the USC fights and some high school sports, hopefully, once we get that going. So go to Paradise Falls, get yourself some food, stay nice and cool in the shade and the misters, and uh, the Make It Rainy podcast brought to you by Paradise Falls. Special guest on the show today, Saeed Pritchett. We're going to be rehashing everything about his time in Montana, not being able to, as a senior, get to play in the Big Sky Conference tournament and try to get back to that NCAA tournament and what he's doing now as he's trying to make the NBA and we'll also talk a little NBA playoffs with Saeed Pridget. We have a new segment, uh, the Sports Bet Breakdown, where we're going to go through all of the numbers in Sports Bet Montana over the last week and since when the app started in March all the way till now as far as all the betting lines and numbers and we'll dive into a lot of these NBA playoff matchups and kind of what we've seen so far, we're taping this on a Wednesday afternoon. The uh, Jazz just absolutely dismantled the Denver Nuggets. So that series is all tied up at one. We had the Lakers losing to Portland. A lot of interesting uh, matchups as both one seeds lost in the uh, first round. And uh, man, if you had a parlay on those two uh, to both win, you'd make some serious money. So we'll, we'll talk some NBA playoffs as well, but first, let's dive into our conversation with our special guest, former Montana basketball star Saeed Pridget. Saeed, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. Can't complain. Alive, so that's all I can say. <laughs> I mean, I haven't seen or, or talked to you since the the craziness down in Boise. Uh, what uh, what have you been up to? Nothing much. Just trying to stay healthy and be in the best shape as possible. So if my number gets called, I can be ready. So back home in Oakland, uh, you know, training and playing, trying to, you know, make make the make the NBA or the G League. Um, before we get to that, I, I just want to go back to Boise. And obviously, for yourself as a senior, I know how motivated you were to try and get another ring, especially yeah. like the way that the regular season ended with with two losses at home. I know you were, you know really re getting ready to get back out on that court and show what you guys can do. Uh, how pissed were you 
when you found out everything was canceled? Uh, in the beginning, I kind of, like, didn't really take it as serious. I didn't think it would actually be over. So it was just kind of, like, laughing and all joking off, like, man. But once my teammates, Kendo and Jared, started to cry on that on the back of that bus, I kind of realized, like, oh, yeah, this thing's really over. And I was kind of pissed because, like, I know that we, we still had a chance to, like, win the conference and, and during the regular, regular season. But it was just, like, now I really want to win it, and I really want them to give us the opportunity to play now just to, just to bring a championship back to Montana. Was there, like, a random time, like – a week later or a month later where you're just kind of sitting around and then it really like hit you again, you know, and you're like, God, I can't believe we didn't get a shot. Yeah. Yesterday, Amy just randomly just was chilling with my family. And I was just like, man, it's crazy. It's not even know when your next game is going to be right now. Like usually we know Thursday, Saturday, we were lacing them up. And it's like right now, I don't know when my next game will be. So it's kind of frustrating. And obviously with the pandemic going on, there's less time, less opportunities to get in the gym. So it's kind of like, man, just knowing when I do get in the gym, every chance I get is to just take advantage of it because it could be going. I mean, this time, yeah. I mean, this time in your life right now, probably a little, a little bit stressful as you're trying to like, you know, make it, and then you throw on the the pandemic to everything. Like, how have you tried to like stay, uh, you know, cool, calm, and collected as you're kind of your the future is kind of in the balance here. Oh uh, yeah, just just trying to just get in the gym, and I, I don't see. I've been working out like in, in this place, uh, like 30 minutes away from Oakland, uh, Fremont. One of uh, one of Coach Flo's former players, uh, Jordan Joseph. He's um. He been he he has a gym out here and it's just just being around the kids that's that's coming up behind me and just trying to get those guys pointers and everything and just working out with those guys because right now man dude, we got we got to take advantage of every moment we can get with this basketball thing. What's the 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 biggest thing that you miss about Montana and then the thing that you miss the least? <laughs> uh, just being around all the guys, man. Like I told I told like a lot of the guys this year, like this is the closest I've ever been with any of any, any of the Grizz team. So just like. Creating that bond and then it just being going that fast with those guys. I know I'm always talking to those guys 24-7. They kind of feel like I'm still part of the team because, like, we're always just talking about, like, just how the workout, how the workout's been, how this been, and how you've been – I talk to the guys about what they're doing to get better. So, it's, it kind of feel like I'm still with the team even though I'm not there. Um, what I, what I, least, what I uh, miss the least is uh, probably just that snow, man, just, just being out of that cold weather. I complain about it being hot here, but that snow, man, I, I'd rather have it super hot than the cold in Montana. For sure. Um, what about now that you're now that you're graduated? Uh, it kind of opens up the door for a little more of these. So, do you have a good uh, a good Trav story for me? Uh, yeah, one of my favorite Trav stories uh, was when we were. Uh, well, I think like my second or third practice when I for the Grizz before season, and uh, we were like kind of playing sluggish and sloppy. And uh, one time, he uh, grabbed one of the balls and he just kicked it, kicked it down the court. And it actually went into the other garbage can, like far end of the court. And like, uh, I think it was a mod or a mic, and like we were all next to each other. And they goes, and it's good. And like we all were just like sitting on the baseline, kind of like to hold our laugh in as hard as possible, because <laughs> we knew if we did laugh, we'd be on that line running all day. So that's probably one of my favorite stories about Trav, just knowing that he kicked that thing almost 94 feet and it went into the garbage can, like it was just like like he meant to do it. Yeah, I could just see like somebody saying that and and. Trav just like not showing any expression on his face whatsoever still. Exactly. <laughs> what about like a, do you have a memorable, I mean, obviously like the, you know, the winning and all that kind of stuff, but do you have like a memorable, like on the court or like locker room moment that like stands out to you that like, you know, maybe like wasn't like celebration for the, any of the championships per se, but just something that like um, is funny that comes to mind. I think it were, um, the, the game that I would say would be, um, my my junior year, we played Irvine at Irvine, and like 
I had a pretty good game. So everyone, I was, but I was very emotional. I cried after the game because I just played so hard, and I knew like we were that close to beating them. Even though that, like, yes, every game is a big game, and people don't think that game was that big of a deal. But like, just knowing, I kind of feel like I, I laid my hat on like just playing hard as possible every game, and like. Coach Travis and Coach Kyle, they kind of, like, comforted me when I was crying, and they was just, like, just saying like that. that me, they're looking at me. They see, like, they, I would be, like, the perfect Grizz because, like, that's what the Grizz stand for, just playing, going out there every night, putting your hard hat on and getting and getting it done, no matter what it is, if it's offense, defense, if you just got to defend, just shoot, or just no matter what, what the team needs you, they just kind of fight. That was, that's, that, they looked at me as a player, like, that what the Grizz are, like, basically what, a, what a, uh, like the ultimate Grizz player would be. And like just talking to those guys about that, they they they, they kind of cried as well in the locker room, and it was like that was like that was a very emotional moment for me right there. I mean, it's been a minute since a Big Sky team has, has won a game in the tournament. I think a lot of people thought that you guys might be the one to kind of end that streak. Like when you look back on some of those, like obviously you played Michigan twice, and they were really good <laughs> every time. Like, are you still like, man, if we would have just gotten almost anybody else, or even like hit a few more jumpers, like we could have done it. I honestly feel like that first year we went when we went on that like the ten zero streak and then the lights cut off. I kind of feel like we could have had that game if that light if those lights didn't cut off because we kind of just got stagnated after that and was just sitting around, not really stretching. And then when we came back after that, we was like on the, on the, on the cold streak. We couldn't even we couldn't even get nothing to fall for us after that. Just I don't know. I just feel like it was just ball wasn't on our side that day. But I feel like if that didn't happen, we could have won that game. Do you have a favorite NBA team? No. No. How much, how much How much? ball have you been watching since they've been back? Uh, I've watched a little bit. It's hard for me to watch because I know that Kevin, Kevin, Kevin Durant's my favorite player, so I really don't like watching because I know he's not going to be on the game or, like, he's not playing he's not playing for championships. So it's just like – but I've watched uh, – I've been watching a lot of Luka, though. I like I love watching Luka because there's a lot I can learn from his game. Just watching him play the point and just run the pick and roll. Was just, he's so smart and he's young, so it's like I can relate. So did you, like – were you a Durant guy, like a Thunder Durant guy, and you stuck with him through the whole time? Yeah, I was a Thunder Durant guy. I even watched him at Texas just because, like, we had the same, like, body type, so I feel like I can uh, add some of his parts of his game to my game. See, I, did, I liked him at the Thunder, but I thought the move to Golden State was soft. You stuck yeah. with him, though? Yeah, I, love, I still it, – it made it easier for me because, obviously, I'm, I'm already from Oakland, so, like, and he's coming to the Oakland team, so I was like, yeah, it's just for the culture. <laughs> I mean, being from Oakland, watching Dame, and knowing that he played in the Big Sky, like, is there a, is there a part of you that's like, man, if he can do it, I give me my shot, I could do this. Definitely, yeah, definitely, just because we've had the same we we had the same trainers at his at where I'm at and where I'm at my stage in life. I'm working out with the same players he was at this time, and I still work out with one of our strength and conditioning coach. We still have the same strength and conditioning coach, which is Anthony Elgerson. and uh, I play for the same AAU team as him. Went to Big Sky, so it's kind of like I'm right behind everything he's done. If I get my chance, I hope to just do the same thing. What do you have to do? What do you have to improve upon to make it, you think? Uh, just consistently shooting from the three-pointer. I mean, I feel like a lot of teams – a lot of teams seen that I shot it well as a junior, but they're, they kind of, like, frowned upon me when I shot it. I didn't shoot it as well my senior year, but I try to tell a lot of people it's different because as a junior, I did a lot of more just catching and shooting, which is not, not hard. I can do that all day. and I can do that. I feel like I do it in my sleep. But when, it, when you're trying to come and get everybody else involved, as a senior, I was trying to get everybody else involved. And make sure I, I hit everybody when they're open, and then try to come back to myself and try to shoot all those threes. And, and it's different; like the role was different. I was shooting a lot more off the dribble threes this year, like behind the screen and playing pick and roll, and which I should have worked on more. But when I was when I was working on the off the off season, I was working on using the ball screen to get other guys open instead of just shooting the shots off the ball screen. So I just feel like 
my role was just different. And if I could do it over, I definitely would show that I could still shoot up the triple. It's just that coming into the game, I always thought about getting everybody else involved, that it was a little bit harder for me to try to get those shots because my legs are a lot heavier. Well, and if, I mean, if you could just beast people inside, then yeah. uh, there's no need to, right? <laughs> what, uh, who, who do you got in the NBA Finals if you had to pick? Oh, uh, the Clippers all day. They have too much firepower. Honestly, if, I, if somebody would tell me not to pick the Clippers, I would definitely go with Denver because they have a lot of firepower, all their starters and their bench. So it's just like I feel like with Denver, they'll be they'll they'll get to, they'll get close because a lot of people don't know how good their their bench is. So you like you like Denver more than Lakers? Yeah, I just like the Lakers five is good, but outside of their starting five, I don't really like their team. Yeah, but LeBron can mask a lot, you know. <laughs> sure, for sure, you're definitely right about that. You got you got Clippers over there over who Bucks in the finals? I Clippers over everybody, no matter who it is. Only because Kevin, only because Kevin Durant's not playing. That's why though. Yeah. Any any upsets that were the uh, part? Of, so part of the podcast here is is a is a betting podcast. So not yeah. that you're an expert on picking, but you got any you got any upsets in this uh, first or second round? I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I know you're a LeBron fan, but Dame look like he can get those guys right now the way he's playing. But he I'm does. Gonna, in that in those games, I'm just going to take the over because I think there's going to be it's going to be like one thirty to one. 35 yeah, every game. I think. For sure, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it, I feel like, like I said, a lot of people are slipping. Not, I know that people are not sleeping on Toronto, but they're definitely going to be a team that they – like, they, they, they can beat the Bucks. They definitely can beat the Bucks. And their defense, their defense is nice when they get it going. I find that what makes them so good is because they don't have a superstar, so they know that they can't win without each other playing together. So there's not really any, any egos on that team. It's like, no, nah, I need to get my shine tonight, and that's what makes those guys so good. Yeah. Before we leave, uh, did you did you do any like hunting or anything when you were in Montana, or like hiking no, or what? I didn't do any hunting or camping. I really wanted to, but I just I never really had the time to like that. But it, it would have been fun though. What's your favorite thing to do other than basketball? Uh, I play the game. I play video games a lot with my boys out here and former some some former uh, Grizz players as well. So I'm if I'm not in the gym, I'm definitely on the game. Like 2K or like uh, hey, Call of Duty or Call of Duty, all that. Nice. Yeah. Well, Saeed, we appreciate it. Uh, you know, best of luck. We'll obviously be uh, you know checking in on you, and uh, well, we know that you'll, you'll be playing somewhere. Hopefully, it's where you want. Thanks. I appreciate that. And tell your son and your wife hello. I will do. Thank all you. right. Yeah. Tell your pops, everybody. Hi. Got you. See you, Saeed. All right. So we heard from Saeed Pridget. Real shame that we didn't get to see him in the Big Sky Conference tournament because. I think he was uh, not happy that he didn't get the Big Sky MVP and that they lost a couple games going into it. Uh, real shame we didn't get to see that. Um, you know, we'll check in with him. Best of luck. See if he can make an NBA roster. Very unique skill set. I don't know necessarily if it fits for today's NBA. I, but, he, I mean, worst comes to worst, he's going to make a lot of money overseas. All right, let's dive into some of these NBA matchups. As I bring up Sports Bet Montana right now, we're currently taping this Wednesday evening. So let's go over some of the Thursday games, and that's as far out as Sportsbet goes right now. Um, so I'm just going to break down some of these games and then talk a little bit about just each series in general. And uh, you could take it or leave it moving forward. I think the Heat looked really good against the Pacers. I don't think Indiana, they're, they're a little bit too injured and not fully healthy. Don't have everybody in the bubble. I like Miami in the series. I think Indiana's going to try and come out strong again um, in game two, knowing that they're down 
But I'm going to take Miami. I like Miami in this game. I don't know about the minus four and a half. That's what we're currently sitting at. Miami's favored by four and a half points. The over-under at 214. They the two it was 213 in the first game. That hit the over. I kind of like the over again with such a low number to at 214. So I might take a little bit of over here in Miami and uh Indy. And uh, probably not going to touch the point spread, but on the money line, the Miami's minus 200, so $10 to win five. But as we get going down here, I think you might little take take the Heat and uh, and the Lakers as a, maybe a two-team parlay there to get closer to even money. Rockets Thunder. Rockets a uh, considerable win in game one. They are two-and-a-half-point favorites in game two, over under 226. Not going to touch the over-under in this one. I, I just think Houston is such a jump-shooting team that they are so unpredictable as far as scoring goes, especially without Russell Westbrook, where they, if they're not shooting well, they can't rely on him driving into the paint. So I'm not going to – I'm going to stay away from that one until we get a better idea of how they're shooting inside the bubble. I do like Houston to, to win this game. I think they're better than the Thunder. The Thunder are a lot younger. Houston has been there before. And they look pretty good in, in game one. So I'm going to take the Rockets in game two. Orlando shocked the world and beat Milwaukee as a massive, massive underdog in game one. I obviously like the Bucks in game two. 12.5 point favorites is a pretty large over under 227. I'm going to take the over in this one. I think Milwaukee is going to come out. And uh, I think they're going to be crisp offensively. They're going to be shooting the lights out. Orlando looked really good offensively as well. But I think the Bucks are going to score so much that the Magic are going to want to try and uh, you know keep up a little bit as well. So I like the, the over there. Not going to touch the point spread. 12.5. Just too many points, especially when Orlando looks so good in game one. Um, but obviously I like uh, the Bucks to even the series. Portland and the Lakers. <laughs> Both one seeds go down. How crazy was that? Dame time. Damian Lillard looking amazing as him and CJ McCollum are just running circles around all the other guards for the Lakers who are really missing Avery Bradley here in the bubble. The Lakers six and a half point favorites. That's a lot of points for a team that did not look very good, especially offensively. Five of 32 from three. The spacing was bad. It looks like LeBron doesn't trust anybody but Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis was soft, was getting outmanned. Uh, inside by Nurkic and Whiteside. I like Portland at plus six and a half here. Um, I think the Lakers are going to win, but I think it's going to be close. Over under is 228. The Lakers are the only team in the bubble to not score over 100 points in the first game. They only scored 93, so this one was way under. I think they're going to come out shooting a lot better, though, and I think Portland's going to continue to score. Not necessarily super confident in the over, but I'm going to go over 228 in this one. Um, but I, I really like six and a half points for the Blazers. So those are the picks If you're uh, for Thursday that if you're listening tonight, uh, you can either fade me or you can uh, kind of go with my uh, some of my reasoning. So those are our NBA picks. Um, as far as the other – just the, the other matchups and the other, other uh, conferences, they don't have um, – all those bets up on sports bet Montana right now. Uh, but we can kind of go through the series. Um, 76ers and Celtics. I still like Boston, even though Gordon Hayward got injured. 
I think they take care of business in six or seven games. The Raptors are up 2-0 on the Nets. I think they will sweep Brooklyn. That will not be a series whatsoever. The Jazz, even the series against the Nuggets. Uh, a lot of a lot of favorites on Denver. I think we can make some – I think there's, there's chances that the public – can take advantage of how much everybody else likes Denver because Donovan Mitchell's playing out of his mind right now, and the Jazz look really good against Denver in Game 2. They forced overtime in Game 1. Could have won either of those. So as long as the Jazz are dogs, I think if you can get plus money, I think it's it's something to, to seriously look at. The Clippers-Mavs game was obviously super close. Kristaps Porzingis got ejected. I think the Clippers are going to take this one in five or six I'm going to go with five, though. I, I just think that they are, uh, they're too strong. And that over-under tonight at 231, if you're listening to this before the game gets kicked off, I still think the Clippers are one of the best defensive teams. And I don't think the Mavs are going to be that great offensively. I like the under in that one and the Clippers to take the series. All right. We are going to end things um, with a little update from Sportsbet Montana and dive into all the numbers. Ben Wyman on the voiceover for the new segment. Here we go. The Sportsbet Breakdown. Did we win or did we lose? Well, we lost. Uh, not by that much, though, and I think we're going to almost lose every single week. But looking over the numbers, so last week was the biggest handle by far since Sportsbet Montana has existed in since March. So last week, Montanans placed $886,000 worth of bets and it was paid back $831,068. So that means that Montanans lost $54,932 gambling last week on Sportsbet Montana. Retailers get 6% of that money. So of the $54,000, everyone, all those businesses that host a uh, kiosk, they get 60, uh, 6% back. Of the $886,000, I thought this was kind of interesting. 49% of it was bet on baseball, 18% on soccer, and only 16% NBA. I think that number will tick up when we look at it next week since the NBA playoffs will be going um, through that week. Since the start of Sports Bet Montana, Montanans have bet $3.75 million in total, and they've paid back $3.35 million. So, that means that uh, $400,000 has been going back to the Montana lottery as far as betting. And I, I just think that these are numbers that are interesting to look at because it does show you that, hey, uh, sports betting is hard. A lot of people think that, hey, uh, I know a lot about sports. I'm going to make a lot of money. Um, but as you see it, every single week, overall, Montanans have lost and uh, are down 400000 since the start of all of this has happened in March, which actually isn't that low of a number. The average bet last week was 79 bucks. Uh, I think a lot of people, though, um, are kind of betting five, 10 bucks here and there, but they've been getting in a, a few $1,500 bets that kind of raises that average. And most of it has all been single bets. 92% of every bet has just been a single, I got this team over this team, and only 8% of those have been parlay plays. Um, we're going to be diving into more of these numbers. I think once NFL starts, I could easily see that handle being over $2 million each week and getting some big-time bets coming through, big-time single bets, and maybe even some you know, larger you know, 10-team parlays might be hitting for a lot of money, and we'll keep an eye out for any outstanding bets or anything that uh, comes through the line. But uh, NBA playoffs, 
Major League Baseball, NFL on the horizon, certainly lots to bet, and uh, it's a lot of fun. Do it responsibly. You can visit the uh, Sportsbet Montana website if uh, it's getting out of hand and you have a number that you can call if you're getting a little bit too addicted and uh, losing any money. But if you have any, if you're new to the podcast, have any questions about getting into it, I would suggest listening to episode one. We kind of go through the breakdowns of how to responsibly gamble and going over some of the things to get you uh, used to and familiar with the Sportsbet Montana app. And uh, that'll get you going, and you can have some fun watching some games, put a few bucks on, and hopefully it ends up going back into your bank account. So thanks for everyone listening. Have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you next week. Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts for up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.